It'll be an F for you. Yesterday. I'm in G, but it'll be an F because E minor to A seventh to D minor. Ready? Okay, man. <coughs> You're listening to The Sill Podcast, perspectives on art and technology with Peter Noche and Harry Posner. Episode 99, Transcendent Tunes. Yesterday, it was scrambled eggs. Scrambled eggs. Oh, my baby, how I love your legs. Not as much as I love scrambled eggs. Oh, I, I believe in scrambled eggs. <laughs> 4,000 covers. The song Yesterday. By? Paul McCartney and John Lennon. Although many people would argue that Lennon had very minimal input mm-hmm. into creating that. He did come up with the title, apparently. He, yes, he did. So from Scrambled Eggs, it became... Yesterday. Mm-hmm. Before you go on with that whole Lennon-McCartney thing. Yeah. Because all the songs were Lennon slash McCartney. Right. They tried to change it to McCartney-Lennon for that particular song. Well, Miss Yoko Ono put her heavy foot down and said, no way, Jose, to that change. And Paul said, okay, fine. That's that. Mm-hmm. So, where did this tune come from? A dream. Came from a dream. 1963. Perchance to dream. Perchance to dream. <laughs> to sing, perchance to dream. Mm. So he wakes up in this dream. He's in his girlfriend's attic bedroom, uh, Jane Asher. Mm-hmm. And he has this melody, but no words. So he decides to put nonsense words to it. And the nonsense words were what we sang. Just before. With scrambled, the scrambled eggs. eggs. <laughs> so he and John had a hoot for the next couple of years. Every time the song would come up, it would be a running joke for them to be singing scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm. But two years later, the words do arrive, and Paul goes to Portugal. May of 1965. That's right. And he borrows an acoustic guitar from a buddy of his there in Portugal, and the lyrics come to him. And there's a quote here where he talks about the lyrics. He says, I remember mulling over the tune yesterday and suddenly getting these little one-word openings to the verse. I started to develop the idea Da, 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 yesterday, suddenly, funnily, merrily, and yesterday, that's good. All my troubles seem so far away. It's easy to rhyme those A's. Say, nay, today, away, play, stay. There's a lot of rhymes and those fall in quite easily. So I gradually pieced it together from that journey. Suddenly, and B again, another easy rhyme. E, me, tree, flee, we, and I had the basis of it. Mm-hmm. So those are the lyrics that came together in Portugal, which we can read for you now, if you like. Sure. Pardon mm-hmm. my paper mm-hmm. shuffling. The lyrics go, Yesterday, all my troubles seemed so far away. Now it looks as though they're here to stay. Oh, I believe in yesterday. 
Suddenly, I'm not half the man I used to be. There's a shadow hanging over me. Oh, yesterday came suddenly. Why she had to go, I don't know. She wouldn't say. I said something wrong. Now I long for yesterday. Yesterday, love was such an easy game to play. Now I need a place to hide away. Oh, I believe in yesterday. Why she had to go, I don't know. She wouldn't say. I said something wrong. Now I long for yesterday. Yesterday, love was such an easy game to play. Now I need a place to hide away. Oh, I believe in yesterday. But, oh, oh my, my baby, how I love your legs. <laughs> Don't scramble the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the lyrics. A very simple mm-hmm. lyric, love lost, regret. Typical early Beatle material based on men, women, relationships. Yeah, the usual stuff. Mm -hmm. And the wonder of it is that the tune itself only takes about two minutes. That's right. Total. Mm -hmm. And average songs in those days were more around three, three and a bit, weren't they? By that time. This is quite truncated when you think about Mm -hmm. a pop song. Mm -hmm. And so this little kind of ditty in a way, which really when you think of the genre, it's been called a Baroque pop song Mm -hmm. because George Martin suggested bringing a string quartet into the song. In fact, it was one of the first pop songs to have a string quartet in it. Yeah. And other firsts, of course, was the first Beatles song for one of the Beatles to record solo and to include on an album. Mm -hmm. And so people Mm -hmm. have suggested that this particular moment in time was the beginning of the rift mm-hmm. that would see the Beatles breaking up. And one other note with that song, too, was really they went pure acoustic. Apart from the strings, there was only an acoustic guitar. Yeah, that's right. I think they had John playing organ on one of the takes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that didn't work. So they said, okay, just do it yourself. Mm-hmm. But the thing was recorded, but it took two years, didn't it, before it actually... Yeah, off and on, they would come to the studios, and apparently Paul would always be humming it or playing it, uh, almost to the uh, annoyance <laughs> of the other Beatles at times. That's right. Even on the uh, set of Help, because Yesterday was actually released for the first time on the album Help Yes. in August of 1965. Right. And the song had only been recorded from two takes. They took the second take. We played the first take at the beginning of this podcast. Yep. But on the second take, they used that, and the actual song was recorded at Abbey Road on June 14th, mm-hmm. 1965, which was just four days prior to Paul's 23rd birthday. Incredible, eh? Yeah, it is. And they had appeared on the uh, Ed Sullivan show shortly after, mm-hmm. right? And at the end of the song, when Paul sang Yesterday, John apparently said, thank you, Paul, that was just like him. And the song was not universally loved. No. Nope. Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan disliked it, apparently. Mm. Now, let me just find Dylan's quote. But oddly enough, he goes on to record it. Yes, that's right. First of all, he says, um, if you go into the Library of Congress, you can find a lot better than that. Mm -hmm. There are millions of songs like Michelle and Yesterday written in Tin Pan Alley. And then, of course, later, as you say, Harrison joins him when they record the song Yesterday Mm -hmm. together. So that's kind of funny when you think, like, really? (laughs) Bobby, come on. So, what are you going to say about it? It was ranked 13th on Rolling Stone's 2004 list of the 500 greatest songs of all time, mm-hmm. you know? It was uh, actually voted the best song of the 20th century in a 1999 BBC Radio 2 poll yep. of music experts and listeners, and was also voted the number one pop song of all time by MTV and uh, Rolling Stone magazine the following year, 1997. Mm-hmm. 
It was introduced into the Grammy Hall of Fame. Seven million performances by over 4,000 artists in the 20th century alone. And I think that ranks third amongst all of the performances and plays on the radio. Mm -hmm. uh, and everybody out there is dying to know what one and two are now. Well, I'll tell you what they were. Never My Love, mm -hmm. right? The association is Never My Love. Mm -hmm. And, oh, this is The Righteous Brothers. Classic. You've Got That Love and Feeling was played and performed more. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Than Yesterday in that year, especially. It was also awarded Outstanding Song of 1965. It won the Ivor Novello Award for mm -hmm. Outstanding Song. It was actually most performed work of the year behind their own composition, Michel. This song we're focusing on, but if you remember the Beatles, yep. they still today have that record of the most number one hits yeah. of any solo artist or band that ever played. Yeah. I mean, 20 number one hits. Listen, I remember in my teenage years, we used to own a little cigar shop mm. in Willowdale, and we had Chum FM on, and inevitably, most of those years, the Beatles always had two, three, four, five hits in the top 10. In fact, charts. in April, specifically April 11th, 1964, yep. they occupied five of the 10 top spots. Yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, it it's is. incredible. Well, it is incredible when you also think that the Billboard charts, since they were started, mm -hmm. they've had approximately 70,000 songs to choose from. Yeah, incredible. Yesterday was recorded by artists like Frank Sinatra, Elvis Presley, Liberace, Tammy Wynette, Daffy Duck. Yeah. No. <laughs> we have to find that recording of Daffy Duck and play that for our Vox Box. Mamas and the Papas, Marvin Gaye, Ray Charles, Placido Domingo, mm -hmm. Yesterday, mm -hmm. sang it as well. Chuck Berry said it was a very inspirational song. So much so that him. he wished it was a song that he had written. Right, right. Whereas John Lennon wished he hadn't. Wished he hadn't, yeah. <laughs> Didn't part any part of it, right? <laughs> <laughs> and an interesting quote from Paul himself. Yes. So he said, I reckon yesterday's probably my best song. Mm -hmm. I like it not only because it was a big success, but because it was one of the most instinctive songs I've ever written. I was so proud of it. I felt it was an original tune, the most complete thing I've ever written. It was very catchy without being stickly. Yeah. Of course, George Martin... He was interesting. He says, uh, yesterday, blimey. He's always talking about that song. You'd think he was Beethoven or something. Right. <laughs> Actually, I think that was George Harrison that said that. Oh, not George Martin. Right, George Harrison. Oh, you're right. Yes, George Harrison said that. Right. Which is interesting, of course, because it's another member of the band. And right? who went on to record with Dylan who went, right. yesterday. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Box, box. Yesterday. Yesterday. All my troubles seem so far away. Now it looks as though they're here to stay. Oh, I believe in yesterday. Suddenly. I'm not half the man I used to be There's a shadow hanging over me Some shadow seems to be a safe attached Hey, watch it up there! 
Box, box. Despite the thousands of different and diverse artists who covered the song, only four versions have actually made the charts. Yes. The Beatles, Matt Monroe, Ray Charles, and Marianne Faithful. Those are the only four artists that mm. ever made the charts with that song. That's interesting. I wonder yeah. why that is. You know? Well, because a lot of the times this song was also used in various live performances. People like Frank Sinatra, for example, who yeah. went on stage and recorded versions of these songs. Um, right. So it wasn't always about getting onto the charts. Right, exactly. I mean, if Daffy Duck did it. <laughs> <laughs> But the beautiful thing I find about this tune is the fact is, yes, it's two minutes roughly long. Right. And we're coming up on our 100th podcast mm-hmm. uh, not too long from now. And Next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, the whole point of our 100th podcast is to talk about how small is big, mm-hmm. is beautiful in mm-hmm. a way. And here's a small thing that became an earth-shaking cultural energy mm-hmm. in a way iconic iconic in the same way that a few years later jonathan livingston seagull the novella became world famous as well for a short little thing right and interestingly he was at his prime in the exact same years as the beatles that's from right the mid-60s to their breakup in 1970 right so for all you people out there who are budding musicians don't worry about length mm-hmm. don't worry about writing an opus an epic not only budding musicians know. For the male population in general. (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. So, yeah, all those budding musicians. Uh, Yeah, just just do your thing and write your song. And even if it's two minutes long, Mm -hmm. just fine. It's the perfect length for what it is and what it was, Mm. right? The other thing, too, about the song. Yeah. So it gets released on Help in August of 1965. But it does not come out, and only in the U.S. as a single, until the following month, which is September 1965. Right. But in the UK, yes, it doesn't come out as a single mm-hmm, mm-hmm. until 11 years later in 1976. Yeah, it's incredible. In fact, when it came out, they went to Brian Epstein, their manager, and other people and said, you know, should we release this as a single, not connected to the Beatles, really? And they all said, no, 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 no. You mm-hmm. can't do that. You can't separate the Beatles out into singles like that, mm-hmm. solo efforts. Mm-hmm. And so that idea was kiboshed. Which is one of the reasons why there's speculation on the basis of that song, perhaps being the beginning of their breakup. Yeah. Some people say that the inspiration for that song was Paul McCartney's mother. Yes. Who was a nurse and who died young when he was 14. Correct. And they think maybe that's what he's referring to Mm -hmm. when he says yesterday. But he sort of denies that. He doesn't think that's, he thinks possible, but it's not likely. Mm -hmm. Paul himself questioned whether or not the melody was plagiarized because he went around looking to see if there was a song that sounded something like Yesterday since it came to him in a dream. Right, right. He wasn't sure and he played it for other musicians and composers and they all said, yeah, it's it's original. It's an original. However, in 2001, there was a fellow named uh, Ian Hammond who speculated that McCartney subconsciously based Yesterday on Ray Charles' version of Hoagie Carmichael's Georgia on my mind. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> McCartney says, uh, says it was like handing in something you'd found at the police station and waiting to see if anyone claimed it. Mm-hmm. That's a great analogy for wondering if your work is derivative of something else. Right. right. But Ian Hammond also concluded in his article by saying that despite the similarities, yep. yesterday is a completely original and individual work. Yeah. And then according to John who in 1980 said, yesterday was entirely Paul's, 
and that he had nothing whatsoever to do with it. Mm -hmm. He said, I never wished I'd written it, and I don't believe in yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and it was also performed on the Ed Sullivan Show. Yep. And it was done in the key of F, with McCartney as the only Beatle to perform. Mm -hmm. However, all the Beatles played in a G major version when the song was included in their 1965 and 1966 tours. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. McCartney apparently appeared on the uh, Howard Stern Show oh, yeah. more recently. Mm -hmm. And he stated that he owns the original lyrics to Yesterday written on the back of an envelope. Oh, Really? And that must have been written in Portugal, that envelope. Because that's when he actually created the lyrics. That's for right. The song. That's right. But wow. it's interesting, on the back of an envelope. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. the Gettysburg Address was written on the back of something as well, you know, mm -hmm. some hanky or something. Mm -hmm. When Yesterday came out as a single, yeah. it was the B side of Ringo's Act Naturally. That's right. All you got to do is act naturally. Mm -hmm. That's a great tune, too. Mm -hmm. I quite mm -hmm. like that tune as well. Yeah. What else can we say about it? Iconic, the third most performed, played pop song of the century, the 20th century. Mm -hmm. One other small comment I'd like to make. Now, you recall those years. I wasn't quite a teenager yet when they came out. I became a teenager in their mid-years. Yeah. And... I recall in that time the whole generational split when they first came out with the Beatle haircuts and the Beatle shoes and everything Beatle. Mm -hmm. And there was this generational gap. Our parents made fun of their hair and so on. And I remember, and specifically a song like Yesterday, where even my father or an uncle or someone would say, well, that's a very nice song, having absolutely no idea that it was the Beatles. Yes, because they were known for She Loves You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But their comments were always, you know, attacking the idea of the Beatles and not necessarily just the songs. Yeah. So for the first time, and then I can remember the look on their face when I said, well, do you know who that is? Do you know who's singing that song? Right. And that is the Beatles. And they were going, wow. Yeah. So in many ways, their music did kind of Put a cover over that chasm, that musical chasm. Yeah, cross the divide between the generations, because it's a very, kind of an old-fashioned tune, too, when you mm -hmm. think of it with string quartet and mm -hmm. this simple melody. And sentimental simple, like, value. Sentimental, a bit mawkish, some people would say, mm -hmm. a bit mundane in a way, low-key. But the melody is, in a way, what really makes it. It's Which is what made so many of their beautiful. songs. Yeah, the melody especially. Not mm -hmm. the lyrics so much in this tune necessarily. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's interesting. It, it crossed the great divide and uh, people of all ages have come to love the song. And that's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. As always, on this and other podcasts that we do, we'd love to hear back from you. Oh, yeah. And as we've mentioned many times, at thesillpodcast.com, you can leave us an email, a comment, a voice message immediately by just pressing on the right side of the page on your iPhone or your iPad or your computer. There's a red mm -hmm. marker right there on the page. You just tap it and record your voice. Don't do it yesterday. Do it today. today. <laughs> <laughs> this is podcast number 99. Yeah, man. And number 100. Oh, it's coming at you soon. Coming at you next week. Uh, it actually gets posted on June the 10th. Yeah. After which time we are going to be moving to doing a podcast every two weeks. Yep. We're going to take a little bit more time to develop our ideas. Yeah, they give us a chance to really do more in-depth research. 
bear in mind, we don't have a team behind us doing this. Right. Because we're doing all of this ourselves. We're the ones going out and researching, getting the information, setting the studio, doing the editing, doing all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So giving ourselves the extra week will allow us to improve the quality of the content and the delivery. And donate if you can. Mm -hmm. There's a donate button. There's also a button that says, I can't really donate at the moment, but I'd love to just leave a comment. So do that. The more we have to work with, the more we'll give you. Exactly. 100 coming at you soon. Till next time. Ciao, Harry. Ciao. The Sill Podcast, Perspectives on Art and Technology, is a Connecting Dots Media production. Available at thesillpodcast.com. Yesterday, love was such an easy game to play. I need a place to hide away. Oh, I believe in yesterday.